Hey streamers, welcome to the Streaming Lab podcast. Jan here with my co-host Vinit. Each episode, we are having a look at the latest headlines and trends that are shaping streaming in Middle East, North Africa and India. This week, we are covering for streaming in MENA. Views and La Liga launch a three-year immersive partnership. Starsplay announces exclusive original series Cars on Stars and Manga Productions unveils official trailer for anime series Grandizer U. And for streaming in India, the Telecom Build 2023 will redefine the OTT scope and looking forward to 2024 focus on monetization. Hello Vinit, how are you doing today? Hey Ian, I am in Mumbai. In sunny Mumbai and uh, missing Dubai, but I should be there soon. But uh, the holiday spirit is in full swing. Uh, a lot of my friends and family have checked out for the year, but uh, you and I keep swinging. <laughs> exactly. When do we uh, record the first podcast uh, in Mumbai next year? Oh man, that's you said it. Yeah, let's do it next year. We should leverage the uh, the topics that we have in Mina and India, and see if we can have some learnings for both the markets from each one of the each one of them. So it's a great idea. Great. Let's start with the first um, topic of uh, streaming in Mina: views and La Liga partnership. So yesterday, I had the opportunity to um, go to the Museum of the Future in Dubai for the announcement of um, a special partnership between Views and La Liga. So um, we discussed about Views a couple of episodes um, ago. I don't know if you remember. So Views um, is um, what they call an immersive social platform. The focus is uh, 360 degrees videos. They've been successful so far. They managed to attract 30 million in uh, VC and they already um, have reached over 1 billion screen views and they have offices. So they started in Dubai. They uh, now have offices in Los Angeles and Riyadh. Big names are backing them. It is a lot, uh, of course. And uh, yeah, yesterday I uh, also had the opportunity to discuss with uh, other ventures that um, trusted them. I thought it was a startup, but it, they are much bigger than that. Uh, a great proof is uh, the, this new partnership with uh, La Liga. So I'll tell you a little bit uh, what happened yesterday. Of course, you know La Liga. So it's um, one of the most uh, powerful football league worldwide. Views and La Liga signed a three-year partnership. The objective is to bring kind of a new um, football experience through those uh, 360 degrees videos, but mainly behind the scenes content. So they want to put um, their 360 uh, degrees cameras on the pitch, um, in the changing rooms, make sure that the fans can enjoy those private moments that are part of the football. But usually, you know, it's um, it's also like a hidden part of football. You don't know exactly uh, what happens before a game or after a game. You just uh, can, can watch the game, that's it. This idea of uh, bridging like the physical and, and virtual worlds, I'm sure like a lot of people uh, have this in mind, but it's very difficult to implement. So um, let me tell you a little bit more about uh, exactly what's included in the partnership. The first point is uh, uh, an immersive content on the views platform. Fans will be able to 
to go to the views platform and watch uh, 360 uh, video content um, specifically uh, um, curated uh, for La Liga. Fans will be also able to interact in virtual spaces. Like uh, think about taking a selfie, but uh, directly from the changing rooms, thanks to uh, VR and AR. So that, that should be fun. And, and then much more Liga experiences. Can't wait to uh, to watch what what they uh, what they are cooking. Of course, you you've been working in the video streaming and and sports um, environment for quite a long time, so it will be good to have your point of view. No, this is very exciting. I mean, um, you know, I've seen the views app, the experience of having immersive fan moments and uh, experiences where you know players or coaches are being interviewed or just walking, uh, you know, as they call it, shoulder content. Um, I think that is very underrated uh, in terms of its potential. Uh, so to bring that front and center uh, provides a phenomenal, uh, you know, build up to any game. And, it, you know, it works, uh, you know, before the game, during the game, after the game. So in my previous uh, employment uh, work at Endeavor Streaming, uh, you know, we were big fans of trying to create these platforms, which focus on this shoulder content, as they call it, or, you know, interviews or specific highlights. But I think adding an immersive layer to it uh, is very interesting. You know, I would love to, as we dig, a, dig deeper into the business side of this partnership, it would be just uh, interesting to see the data side, right, in terms of the user data, you know, who, who has access to it, etc. But I think in, in terms of the visual elements, uh, it seems to have all the all the boxes ticked. I had the opportunity to meet uh, Luis Galvez, the head of partnership of La Liga for Middle East and Asia. And what's fun is that uh, he knew me, <laughs> uh, thanks to the streaming lab. So um, he um, bought my market report about streaming in Mina a couple of months ago. But it shows something very interesting is that digitalization is uh, very important for them. So they want to understand the market, the streaming market, and maybe find kind of partnership uh, they could implement. Views is a good example, but I uh, believe that uh, they could do something else with other players. So let's see if you have any ideas and you need to let me know. Yeah, absolutely. I think La Liga is, uh, it's also a very, uh, you know, sexy club, as they say, right? Because it's got these Barcelona and Real Madrid, you know, all these teams that uh, have, uh, you know, uh, big players. It's almost like, you know, when you when you compare this to a movie, it's got all superstars, right? So it naturally, uh, you know, this style of content display, like Views is offering them, yeah, the players take to it nicely. You know, it's like you have big players, you need a bigger platform, you you need immersive content. So it's it's a nice fit. Yeah, and connection with uh, fans is, uh, is key. And that's why they open like many offices all over the world. They want to get close to the fans, understand what do they uh, expect from them. And uh, it's, a, it's a win-win for everyone. There was another guy also, um, the CEO of Dubai Future Foundation, very, very interesting. So Dubai Future Foundation is uh, obviously a governmental entity. And they also invested in views. So it shows also the how uh, the country is dedicated to innovation. 
and they, they are not only looking at big companies but also smaller startup uh, with a very innovative mindset it's related to what you mentioned last week that uh, dubai is becoming a, a great place for entrepreneurs awesome that's very interesting Okay, second topic uh, focused on content. Starsplay announces an exclusive original series called Cars on Stars. It will last uh, six episodes and showcase, of course, the world's most prestigious supercars. And uh, each episode will be from 20 to 30 minutes per episode. And they will target, uh, of course, uh, automobile aficionados in the MENA region. They won't talk only about cars. But um, they will also uh, focus some episodes on different topics, aviation, uh, boating, classic cars, bikes, motorsports. So yeah, I think it will be a great addition in the portfolio of Stars Play. They don't have a lot of originals. They started a few years back with um, a TV series called Caboose. It's an horror TV series. Uh, since then, they... Uh, produced uh, many uh, reality TV shows. So yeah, this one uh, will be uh, a mix uh, between reality TV and uh, documentaries, kind of uh, Top Gear uh, um, content. So um, that's great. It shows that uh, yeah, the Stars Play is uh, investing more and more in uh, original TV series. Will you watch this, Vinit? Yeah, I was just, gonna, just thinking this uh, sounds like so much fun. Uh, definitely going to tune in and, you know, they, they picked a perfect, uh, you know, as you said, Dubai loves its cars and the cars love Dubai streets, you know, so it's, uh, sounds like fun. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, when does it go live? Yeah. They just announced it. So yeah, it will be for 2024. Cool. Let's move to the, the last topic of streaming in uh, Mina saying again about content but a little bit different kind of content, anime content. Uh, Manga Productions unveils the official trailer for the anime series Grandizer U. So let me tell you a little bit more about Manga Production. It's a Saudi company. It's a subsidiary company of uh, Mohammed bin Salman Misk Foundation. Again, governmental entity. And their focus is to produce animations, to develop video games and comics. Um, and objective is the same. Uh, creativity, positive content, targeting local, international groups, and inspire um, the, the heroes of tomorrow. They already produced an anime film called The Journey. They're also preparing a lot of 2D, 3D animation movies in partnership with a lot of studios, especially Japanese studios. The main reason is that the head of manga production studied in Japan. So he wants also to bring expertise and his uh, network, the network he acquired in Japan to Saudi Arabia. But the objective is not only to acquire content and distribute it, but also to create anime content directly from Saudi Arabia. So, yeah. It's very uh, interesting. It shows like a long-term uh, vision. That's amazing. I mean, Yan, I know you know you are a big fan of anime. I I was not, but ever since uh, 
you know, we started talking about, you know, streaming and exchanging notes. So even before our association at the streaming lab, uh, I started watching anime myself very recently. And, um, nice. and yeah, and you know, to hear this from Saudi, that's, uh, that's exciting. What's the, I'm just curious, you know, because I know I've seen some numbers of the, of data on, from, from Netflix on, on anime uh, shows uh, that, that actually, even in India, top tens uh, make it regularly. Uh, but I also know that a lot of the audience watching these shows in India are, you know, of a particular age group. They're usually, you know, uh, the Gen A's or the or the Gen Z's. You know, are the but but not millennials, right? So people who are born after uh, nineteen ninety six. Is that something similar in? Uh, I mean, with you and I, I guess we don't fit, fit that bracket anymore, but. What's the viewing habit like for anime content in the Middle East? The story of anime in the region is very uh, interesting. The main reason is that some specific distributors were a big fan of anime and they quickly dubbed a lot of titles in Arabic. So um, our generation, okay, from uh, 35 to 45 uh, year, years old, um, they grew up with uh, anime dubbed in Arabic. And Grandizer uh, is a great uh, example. So um, that's why Grandizer is very famous in Saudi. And what's even more interesting is that this kind of content is um, transgenerational. It attracts not only people in their 40s, but also people in, the, in their 20s, 30s. There are a lot of examples um, of anime titles that are successful. Another example, Crunchyroll um, has been in the region for quite a long time, and they also dubbed a lot of titles in Arabic. They don't promote the, the service a lot, but I know that they have very, very good uh, numbers in terms of views. And of course, Netflix and the local... Um, Streaming services, they are trying benefit from this uh, very large audience of uh, anime fans. Um, it doesn't come cheap, but it uh, definitely uh, uh, it's a good strategy in the region. Well, it sounds good. I'm going to take a list of uh, recommended anime shows and movies from you for the next uh, when I'm on holiday or taking a break. The only uh, challenge is that uh, season of uh, an anime title is uh, like. Uh, 200 episodes. <laughs> so you need a lot. Oh, boy. <laughs> you need a lot of time. Let's uh, switch to streaming media uh, and start with the Telecom Bill 2023. We'll redefine the OTT scope. So what happened in, in one week? Yeah. So, you know, we just saw the, heard the news this morning and this afternoon that the uh, Telecom Bill uh, is going to replace the uh, Indian Telegraph Act which has governed telecommunications in the country for 138 years. So it's refreshing that finally we have uh, the introduction of the telecommunications bill in the Lok Sabha today, um, which is good. However, uh, as part of the new telecommunications bill, uh, it's not very clear yet. However, the feeling is that it is, it's going to redefine the scope of uh, telecommunications by incorporating OTT services and internet-based calling and messaging apps 
under the same umbrella, um, which can be a little scary because essentially it gives the center or the government of India uh, to take control of these services and basically make laws or change laws in whichever way they think is right or that suits them, uh, saying that this is, you know, part of national security. So, you know, we all know that um, TikTok is banned, you know, Chinese apps are banned in India. But now with this actually becoming a law and being passed by parliament, uh, OTT also comes under the similar uh, gamut of services. So uh, interesting times, you know, 2024, uh, this could be uh, a little um, upsetting to a few platforms uh, because, you know, they, they might feel that freedom of, freedom of speech is being curtailed. However, the Modi government is saying that, you know, national security comes first. Do you have in mind like a use case or uh, what what could um, the OTT guys uh, face uh, because of this bill? Yeah, I'll give you an example. So I was just also reading uh, the other day or was it uh, today? But basically Netflix has also decided that they will not release content uh, to international audiences even until it passes the... Indian um, uh, censorship for OTT or, you know, the bill or whichever law, whatever you call it, it essentially is trying to get censorship to the OTT space. And what Netflix is saying is that even for the content, for, for the Indian content that it produces in India and which it shows to the overseas audience, for that content, that has to go through uh, regulation. And only then will they release that to the international audience also. So, you know, it's um, it's it's in a way you can argue that it's curtailing uh, freedom of speech um, and government decides uh, for anything and everything that's being produced uh, from India and that goes online on any mainstream platform. And obviously, you know, yeah, and it's like the big guys, you have the big names like Netflix and Prime and Geo and, uh, you know, Z5 and Sony Live. I'm, I think they would face the brunt of the, of, of the government action. Definitely. Well, it's like, you know, uh, issues that uh, the, the big uh, Google and um, Apple and, uh, and the others um, are facing in Europe, like uh, in terms of uh, privacy, you know, when they uh, started uh, penetrating this uh, region, uh, everybody was uh, happy. But then at some point, uh, they also realized that you just give away your data and uh, nothing is secured. So um, it's good also to, to create kind of uh, regulations to protect users. So if uh, the Indian government is trying to do something similar, it makes sense. But then there is also uh, a limit to implement and uh, not to uh, remove uh, creativity and, um, and uh, everything that uh, streaming can, can bring uh, to the table. So let's see. No, exactly. I mean, you also need to, at least I need to, I mean, you know, I, I question the uh, the timing of it. You know, we all know the elections uh, uh, come uh, coming up uh, next year. 
uh, you know, the general elections uh, coming up in 2024, uh, jury is out as to what date could be, but they're saying anywhere April, May 2024, maybe earlier. So maybe they are a little insecure as well, where they don't want any propaganda by any competing guys to you know put out content on OTT, which is freely available to everyone. So you know it's uh it's funny that they do it uh, three or four months before the elections. You're right. You're right. Yeah, always good to to understand the big picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, let, hopefully, you know, elections are over. Uh, the ruling government comes back in power, and then all this is forgotten. But let's see. <laughs> Thanks, thanks for this uh, news. Um, very important, and uh, we will keep uh, track of this. Next one, looking forward to 2024, the focus is monetization in India, right? Yeah, you know, Yan. So if we talk about uh, 2024, um, there are so many facets of streaming that you know we would need to have like 10 podcasts just to have you know different topics and discuss what's going on, but um, I chose monetization because I think uh, the industry in India, the OTT space is trying to figure out what the strategy should be uh, for monetization. Uh, I think people have experimented a great deal with different business models post-COVID um, and figured out that, you know, uh, SWOD or only SWOD or, you know, subscription video on demand uh, might not work in India. Uh, and essentially you had the Cricket World Cup, which was shown for free on Disney Plus Hotstar. Uh, for the first time, it was free on mobile phones only. And Disney Plus Hotstar had a blockbuster um, time in terms of revenues for ads. Um, and so did Reliance Geo, which showed the IPL for free across uh, devices, not only mobile. So I think now... In 2024, uh, what I am projecting uh, is that the other OTTs, uh, you know, the the smaller and mid-sized OTTs will also realize that there's money to be made if uh, AVOR or ad-supported models uh, potentially fast um, are also bundled in and shown to users as a way of getting them in. And then maybe for premium content, you can either, you know, figure out ways to charge money. But the big focus in my view for 2024 is going to be uh, advertising on OTT. Um, there's a lot of uh, brands who are also wanting to participate uh, on the OTT side of things. And, you know, because uh, Geo and Disney plus Hotstar or any of these big guys have roster of national brands or bigger brands, some of the smaller brands uh, might have missed out. So I, I see a lot of participation in general of uh, all types of brands, you know, hyper-local brands, the small and medium businesses, startups, everyone coming to the party uh, for OTT and the opportunity it represents. Um, so I think that's, that's going to be a, a thing to watch out for. Um, fast, again, you know, we spoke about all the uh, action that's happening on the fast side uh, in India. And, you know, you have Run Run Media as an independent fast platform being launched. It's really a media tech startup, you know. So again, it, it shows that 
there's opportunity and uh, platforms are taking the risk. Um, but I think the fast is such a uh, underserved, underpenetrated market in India that the upside is massive. So I, I see a, a massive fast uh, movement. I mean, just talking to a few folks in the industry, um, you know, Samsung TV Plus and some of the leaders in the space are saying that there's just a insane amount of demand uh, on the on the on the on the content owners side to participate with Samsung TV Plus. People are ready with their channels. Samsung TV Plus is saying, "Hey, we are so backed up that we will take six months or twelve months to get your channel live on the platform." So I think. 2024, you'll start seeing a lot of these fast uh, channels become available, not only on Samsung TV Plus, but also, you know, on the Geos and Zfis and run medias of the world. And then the third thing uh, beyond AWOD and fast that I'm personally excited about, uh, Yan, is uh, content to commerce. You know, we've been hearing about this for like years. You know, the advertisers are saying that, uh, you know, People are not transparent enough. I need proof by actually transactions happening uh, by the person who's watching the ad. So I think somewhere the short form apps like ShareChat, etc., will lead the way uh, simply because you know they have it's mobile first, it's short form content, uh, it's it's nine by sixteen and not sixteen by nine resolution. So you know you have vertical videos and. It makes it easier for people to add to cart, especially if you're if you're a mobile first audience. But um, I think what will surprise me a little bit, and what I I hope it surprises me, is uh, the whole CTV advertising um, doing content to commerce. You know, when you have the QR codes on the ads, and you know, I can just use my phone, scan it, and look at the product and potentially buy it. So. I think those those sorts of structures on advertising uh, will come in. So I, I do foresee um, brands and platforms double down on innovation on ads. Um, I really like your uh, content to, to commerce uh, focus. We've been talking uh, about it for a long time. But uh, yeah, I don't see a lot of uh, initiatives. Of course, uh, I, I spend a lot of time analyzing Middle East and, and North Africa. So that's why. I'm sure that um, India is more advanced um, when it comes to this strategy. But then I also believe that um, players like Noon, that are e-commerce companies, or of course, Amazon with Prime Video, um, that are uh, about to, to launch an hybrid model uh, and ad-supported uh, tiers, will be uh, game changers uh, when it comes to uh, content to commerce they will make sure that they can uh, create bridges between uh, streaming and commerce in a very easy way. So let's see. Did you uh, see any uh, initiatives from e-commerce companies when it comes to streaming in India? Yeah, I mean, you know, in the past, uh, Flipkart, uh, which is uh, the largest Indian uh, e-commerce company, have has tried uh, launching their own video aggregation service. Didn't work out too well, Yan. But um, I, I think that it's a question of timing, you know, now with um, so much content available and um, Flipkart, you know, now being owned by Walmart, uh, the deep pockets, they could easily start this again. But you bring up a great point, you know, Jan, about Amazon, because uh, if someone like Amazon were to start doing this in our regions, uh, you know, it's it's fairly simple for Prime Video 
to to sync with their inventories and on ctv you know they could easily show an ad uh, where a person can just use his phone to scan the qr code or something similar to complete the loop so you know these guys are in the driver's seat to to make something like this happen also noon you know i think noon is 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 very underestimated in terms of its potential one more comment about um what you mentioned uh, for monetization in india a lot of um services are hybrid right and they don't only uh, um, depend on advertising but they are they also have impressive numbers of subscribers and um Yeah, I'm convinced also this is a great way to uh, to grow. Don't put your eggs in the same basket. Um, and for example, what uh, uh, Disney Plus Hotstar did with uh, Cricket, offering for free the content on uh, mobile only, of course, with commercials, is a great way to uh, monetize and have different revenue streams. It, it's a way to not only generate uh, cash it's also a way to uh, bring uh, more users to the platform so definitely hybrid models will still be a big focus uh, for monetization of streaming in india yeah absolutely and and the other thing sorry just one thing i forgot to talk about is that by the first quarter of next year uh, well for for india it's the last quarter of the financial year so jan to march uh, i i think what what you also see is that uh, the consolidation that was in process will be completed so you'll have disney plus hotstar and geo on one side and sony live and z5 on the other side so i think in terms of um you know the advertisers instead of four big guys you'll have two big guys so it's going to be interesting how uh, ad rates how agencies and brands work with these companies because they'll suddenly have lesser negotiating power so you know it's a it's, it's going to be a very interesting year great same uh, question than last week in it what have you been streaming recently so yan i recommend this movie for you to watch as well i saw this movie for the second time uh, some of it uh, with my daughter uh and it's is the archies so it's the indian adaptation of the famous archies comic book uh brought to life by by zoya akhtar um uh and transported into a india setting so uh you have all the archies characters uh shown in um uh, the 1960s uh in in india and what's interesting is that the british have just left in 47 and uh, some of them stayed back and they got married to indians and so uh, all the characters are anglo indian so uh, the they speak english right so there's some words are in english some words and songs are in hindi so it's it's a very interesting mishmash uh, worth worth a watch it's part of the top 10 it marks the debut of uh, three superstar uh, kids uh, shahrukh khan's daughter Amitabh Bachchan's grandson and uh, Sri Devi's uh, younger daughter so you know it's uh, it's it's a fun watch okay so this um, week i would like to recommend an adult animation sci-fi comedy called uh, Rick and Morty i don't know if you uh, if you already uh, watch uh, this uh, series i think 
Rick and Morty. So it's um, an American uh, TV series that was developed by uh, Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon for Adult uh, Swim and Cartoon Network. It uh, follows the adventure of a crazy uh, scientist called Rick Sanchez, crazy and eccentric, and uh, his grandson that is very anxious called uh, Morty Smith. And they travel um, between like their normal uh, uh, family and um, and also across universes. So it's uh, completely crazy, definitely only for adults. But I really like the mix of uh, family-centric topics and uh, crazy adventures. So I definitely uh, recommend this uh, this TV series and uh, adult animated title for, for you, Vinit. They just released the um, final uh, episode of the latest uh, season on Netflix. So try, try it and you'll, you'll tell me what you think about it. And that's a wrap for today's episode. Thanks for joining us on the Streaming Lab podcast. Remember to subscribe to the Streaming Lab for more insights at www.thestreaminglab.com. Until next week, and don't forget, keep streaming. Bye-bye.